Thanks for tuning in to Get Lace, Let's Talk. I am Shadé Kelly introducing our Southern Lace exclusive roundtable interview for the lovely Seven Streeters' latest release, Hit Me Up, from upcoming album Drunken Words, Sober Thoughts. I was joined by three amazing guest media outlets, Tahira of Swagger Magazine, blogger Jessica Simeon Lofton, and Tawanda of Interrupted Blogs. I hope you all enjoy, stay laced, and stay blessed. Um, My first question for you would be, um, how do you feel this pandemic has impacted the music industry? Ooh, um, how has it impacted the music industry? You know, I, I, I'm one. I don't necessarily like to pe- speak on on other people's lives and experiences, but I will definitely speak on, you know, how I've had to, you know, continue, you know you know, just kind of continue working through a pandemic and, and what that has, what my experience has been. Um, you know, I, I said earlier today that um, this, you know, change is, 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 is very uncomfortable for a lot of us, you know, when, when things are changing and things are unfamiliar and we're in a very trying time with this pandemic. I don't think that we've ever experienced anything quite like it before and um that can be a little scary you know what I mean it's 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 a lot of it is scary it's 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 a lot of it is it can be very sad um a lot of it has been you know devastating we've lost a lot of lives it's not a it's a very real matter and um you know it's one of the things you can't really put your finger on it because there's no blueprint on how to navigate it we've never been Mm -hmm. here before so for me in terms of um for working and and just me in general um the way that I I like to deal with my life um you know with those things I I'm I'm always I'm a big believer in the silver lining and and you know I ask myself and I ask God a lot I'm like okay God what 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 do you want me to get out of this like clearly we know what it is and how and this has been very trying but there has to be, you know, and, and I don't mean to, pre- you won't, it's going to sound like I'm preaching a couple of times because that's just, that's my relationship. But um, that's to answer your question. That is how I have adapted in terms of music wise. And uh, through that, you know, it forced me to ask the question, you know, well, who are you? You know what I mean? Because the world slowed down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, screw the music. I love our industry. It's great. It's crazy. But screw the music industry when the world is affected like that and the world slows down and, and all we're left with is time and well, more time than we've ever had time with ourselves time. If, if, if you're into, you know, spirituality, you had time to really dig deeper. You had more time than we've ever really had before. And so for me, in terms of music, um, it created this sense of freedom. Um, when it came to creating music, you know, um, I was able to put a studio, you know, in my house during this pandemic. And then literally, the st- it's funny because the studio got finished the same week that they put us on lockdown. Um, and with that, it, it it opened up this whole new world for me musically. Um, because, you know, when you go to let's say the other studios it's like okay you're in the studio for 12 hours and you got to get this done before you leave and all of that was wiped away with this quarantine um and the way that you know for me musically how how 
you know, I had to, I had to find the beauty in that and go, you know what? Well, guess what? Now you don't have any excuses, but to be your most authentic self through this music. Cause you've got time to learn yourself better than you ever learned yourself before. So, right. um, that was what I, I took from it. And, um, and that's just, that's just music. I mean, but that I feel like it, 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 it kind of, it, it kind of applied to, to, to everybody. We all had a little bit more time to ask ourselves um, the whys, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. for me, I was able to, to really dive into music um, because in, in a way that I hadn't in a very long time because of the time and the space that was allowed it, um, you know, as a result of, of the pandemic. Okay. What was your creative process like while you were writing Hit Me Up? Ooh, Hit Me Up actually, um, Hit Me Up we did before before uh, the pandemic. It was We did it a little minute ago. It was one of the first songs that was written for the album. And if I could paint to you what the session looked like, we recorded the song at Paramount. I think there was either some tequila or some Hennessy in the room. I'm not quite sure which one. Um I think we had, a, you know, we passed around a few J's and we had a good few great conversations. And it was amazing because I was able to um, smash David, uh, you know, sent me a pack. And that was one of the beats we pulled up. And then the writer that was with me that night, his name is Forrest. Um, it's the number four, R-E-S-T. And uh, I've known Forrest since I was 18 years old. So he he's like my brother. We 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 were We were able to just talk openly and candidly about you know, our lives and, and, and being more specific dating lives. And at the, at the that particular time, you know, I had gone through a breakup. I had been single for a little minute and I really honestly was at a place where I wanted to be, I'm always striving to be as honest as I can in my music, but um, I wanted to speak about that, that space and that time when, um, and like I say, if you haven't experienced it before, just keep living. Um, but you, it's going to come a time where, everything doesn't require an explanation in, in terms of what, how people think you, you know, people think that you owe them an explanation for stuff. And so I was like, girl, just give yourself permission to live. And, um, I wrote about that and, um, you know, being under the influence of, 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 hmm, with drunk more sober thoughts and being under the influence, uh, of something doesn't always have to be about, liquor or alcohol per se but that song is speaking about being under the influence of a moment where you meet somebody and there's just this connection and that may it, it may manifest itself in a number of ways it may manifest itself in you know in sex it may come out and, and maybe you guys end up sitting there and having you know talking for hours it can manifest itself in that way just hit me up is about not having to I don't have to explain to you why I make the decisions that I make you know what I mean? Right. It, it was right. one of those things. It was like, girl, if you say that, or girl, if you feel that, or girl, if you sleep with him, or girl, if you don't, or girl, if you, like, who do, who you got to answer to? Yeah. And, and that, and it's, and it's that level of freedom in that song. And it, and it speaks about it. And it speaks about being under the influence of this, you know, where that can lead you when you meet somebody and there's a connection that you can't quite explain, but you just know that you feel good when you're around them. It just feel like something. So, um, you know, it, it speaks to that, that part of it. Right. Okay. 
moving along. Yes, uh, I'm ready. Thank uh, you. Okay. okay. Oh man, Seven, you were your 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 music was the soundtrack um, of my relationship wow. life. It was in total samples. Oh, girl, <laughs> you just really. That. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I just, I'm laughing to myself in a good way, but that's awesome to hear. Yes, like you, your music has really, um, it's gotten me through a lot of, lot of tough times, um, a lot of heartbreaks. And in some ways, um, you've been that voice for women, for black women, for women who, you know, have gone through these experiences. And as you said, just that feeling of, of being under the influence and it's not drugs. I can, I can resonate with it so much. So um, what exactly um, do you pull from when you're going through your songwriting process um, in terms of your relationships? Like, are they actual real stories or are you pulling from more of the lessons that you learn? Well, damn, that was really good. Um, no, because uh, what I, sometimes I'll be honest. Sometimes I'll pull from my experiences and things that have happened to me, or I'll pull. I've pulled from things that I want to happen to me, or mm-hmm. I'll pull um from conversations like with my girlfriend. I'm calling for me to be dark. Um, I pull from conversations with with my girlfriends, but um, you know. I like people and I like conversations and I like, um, I like saying the shit that like, I don't know, things in its, in its most rare form. Um, you know, it's, it's a really weird breakdown, but a lot of the conversations, freedom is definitely my word for, for this moment. And it really is. Um, I I think that um a lot of times people feel like, like I said earlier, they feel like they need permission to say certain things, and I I don't like approaching songwriting that way. Songwriting should be the one place that is just completely off limits from judgment, and 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 I think that because we write music, at least I do, I write music. To, to as a to give to, to write it and to and to send it off and let it be a tool for somebody else that may not necessarily know how to say I love you, may not necessarily have a backbone to say fuck you, and may not necessarily you know it's a number of different things. Like I like for people to use use my music as translation. If you don't know what the fuck to say, then play this for your either for yourself for your own self or send it to somebody. Like but. To answer your question, the stories come from it come from a lot of real shit. Like you think I've had my heart broken a million times. Like a million times. And does that mean I'm gonna stop loving the way that I do? Absolutely not. Um I, I think that in order to be in tune with your emotions and to and and to ask God to give you the ability to use your words to help somebody else get through something, you kind of got to take yourself out, out of the picture in that way and just be true to whatever that is. So, um, I, I'm, I'm, I hope I'm answering your question. It's because it's a lot. No, to pack, but <laughs> you, but you definitely, you know did. what I mean? 
Because you know what I mean? Like yeah. I got girlfriends. I'm not, we're not no different. I got girlfriends that call me at four o'clock in the morning, boohoo crying on the phone because a nigga done broke their heart too. You know what I mean? Or like mm-hmm. I have friends who, you know, are going through transitions in life and they don't, you know, whether it's career wise or whatever, and they're trying to figure out what's next. We, they're, it's just life. And it's like, it's life. And it's every, every emotion that you have ever felt or anybody on this call has ever felt. I felt that too, but, and we all find different ways to transfer that energy. Like mine just so happens to be that I do it with words and with, and through a song, somebody else may do it with their actions. Let's say, let's say if somebody broke your heart or did something to you that was fucked up in the way that you wanted to help deal with that energy is the next person that you saw with a broke heart, you, you made sure to tell them that it was going to be, it's what, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's just different ways of, it's all the same pool that we're all pulling from. It just so happens to be that, that mine, you know, mine manifests itself through writing the song. And I, I hope that answered your question. Uh, but, it, but, it, um, did. it did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'll just say, when you said about your um, music being translation, I have definitely <laughs> paraphrased lyrics and things. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're doing it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and, and I like I like what you said about permission, about not needing permission to express your emotions, especially when it comes to songwriting. And as someone who's very connected to what's um, going on politically, I really appreciate you um, making a statement about Breonna Taylor and the case and just yeah. being vocal and being bold about that as a yeah. as another black woman. Um, so what, and I've also noticed that some people have chosen not to, um, for whatever reasons and being in the industry that you're in and having your own voice and, you know, being a person who's not looking for permission, what kind of compelled you to make a public statement about the case or about Breonna Taylor? Um, well, because that ain't no different than me getting a phone call from my mom at four o'clock in the morning saying somebody broke in my cousin's house and killed my cousin. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no different. And the crazy part is that's, that's, that's really the foundation of even this. We've all gotten those phone calls before, whether in some type of way, somebody we know or we're connected to or related to has been a victim of, 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 of social, injustice in some type of way so we've all gotten them it, you know not that was that is we i will never compare what that is to getting a phone call oh the police just pull your pull your cousin but but it's all stemmed from the same honestly really disgusting um um disease that our country suffers from so you know i think that if people really took the time to 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 really under like it goes back to what I was saying earlier. There's no difference in you and me. There's no difference in Brianna and her parents and her family and her cousins that get together when they had a family reunion. Ain't no difference. We the yeah. same people. So if it does happen to Brianna, it could happen to Amber. My real name is Amber. You know what I mean? It could happen mm-hmm. to you. It could happen to my cousin. So to not say anything would be like me, and it's just me. To not say anything would be like me saying, oh, that's okay if that were to happen to my cousin. Oh, that's okay if that happened to my mom or my daddy. 
Fuck no, it ain't okay. Not okay. So, and, and everybody has a different way of, you know, expressing how they feel about it. Everybody has a different way of, 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 of doing their part per se. Um, and like I said, it goes, it's a, it goes back to, it just so happens that that, that is the way that I express myself. You know, words are, are a way that I express myself. Song is a way that I express myself. And when, and when the time calls for it, you know, protesting is a way I express myself. Marching is a way that I express myself, which all of which, you know, we've done this year. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, doing the song with yellow pain that that's talking about, you know, uh, you know, voting and, you know, you, that's another way that, that I've expressed myself, but there is no right or wrong way to express yourself. But I just think, in my opinion, um, if you don't want it happening, if, and if you wouldn't want it happening to you or your loved ones, then for me to not say anything, it's just, it, it that was, it's going to always be out of the question. And as long as I got breath in my body, I'm going to want to protect the people that, that, look like me and feel like me and and have the experiences that I have. So, um, you know, that it is it, never questioned. Brianna was my cousin. Like she was, like she was yours and every, you know, everybody else who looked yeah. like her. Just add, It's kind of like there's like one, one family kind of black family that we now kind of all live in the same family now. And yeah. It's and it's, but, and it's, you know what the thing is too. And it's, I was talking earlier, we had the conversation about um somebody asked me how I felt about the whole you know Black Lives Matter movement and all this stuff and I was just saying for one we've always been vocal about the things that we've experienced and gone through we've always been vocal but I I think that and um as 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 dark and not so flattering as social media can be sometimes I think this is a time where it really really you know worked in our favor and we were able to share information and, and, and people were able, you can't, you can't hide the shit that goes on in America anymore. The entire world is looking at you and thinking that it's disgusting here. You know what I mean? And I'm not to say that they don't, they don't have their own injustices that they go through. They do too. But, but I'm just speaking from our black living in America experience. Like you can't hide the shit no more. You're not going to get pulled over on the road at four o'clock in the morning and the, and the cops can do whatever they want to do to you. And there's nobody there to witness it. No, we have cell phones and we share the information. And once we share it, because we already got it in our belly to do something about it, then it, 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 it sparks something. And I think that's why the protests and the march and everything was so, we went up this year and we're not done. We just getting started. Like if you could collaborate with anyone right now, um, who would it be? And if are they on the upcoming project? <laughs> Has it <laughs> happened already? <laughs> um, dream collaboration, and it has not happened. Um, but dream collaboration would be Drake. I really um want to do a record with Drake because I feel like he an emotional ass nigga, and I'm an emotional ass woman. So it's just like, you know, I just feel like I can't even imagine what that would sound like on a record. Cause I think that, um, I like, I like the, the, I like the place he pulls from, um, with his music and how honest it is and the storytelling and the, you know, and the metaphors and the, you know, I, I, I live for that, you know, so that would be a, a, a dream collaboration for sure.
and it would be fire. Thank you so much for taking Thank time you. to uh, chat with me. I appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Thanks. Tawanda of Interrupted Blogs, are you here? I am. Thank you so much. Hi. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. Thank you. So happy to Good. speak with you today. So Same. I'll just say. <laughs> so my first question is, um, you said something so powerful in the intro of Girl Disrupted that went along the lines of love, loyalty, and liberation. How do, yeah. how does that adage tie into drunken words and sober thoughts? Huh, that's a great question. Um, loyal, love, loyalty, and, and, and liberation. Well, at the time, I think those are the things that I was, you know, searching after seeking. Like that's, that, that was the place, you know, it wasn't, um, it wasn't the, the prettiest time in my life, you know, cause I've spoken very openly about struggling with depression during that album and anxiety and all that stuff. So love, loyalty, and liberation, I, I honestly, especially looking back on it now, and I hadn't even thought about them words since I let them come out of my mouth. So I actually appreciate you for saying that to me. Because when I hear it now, it looks like, damn, those are all things that I've, I've now found. I didn't necessarily have them then. Um, and, and when I say that, I say that loosely. And when I say love, you know, I've always, I have the love of God. I have the love of my family. But I think it was a type of love that I, I needed to have for myself, which I've, I've now found. Um, loyalty is something that I tell you what, this pandemic has definitely has definitely um, taught me to be very aware of, of my surroundings and the people within in my space. And um, it's it's weeded out all the people that needed to go and, and all the ones that whose spirits um I feel like connect with mine and vice versa. They are here and it feels amazing. But, um, and then, um, love, loyalty and liberation. I think at the time, you know, I understood the importance of liberation. I understood, I understood what I was after. I don't think I quite had really, um, even began to scratch the surface of it. I just knew that I wanted to feel free. I just knew I wanted to be liberated. I just knew I wanted to to create with create with no bounds, with no fear of any what nobody else. I knew I wanted that, and I think I, you know, I thought that I was scratching the surface, but I, you know, and maybe I did scratch the surface a tiny bit. But um, fast forward to now, I realized that I know exactly what I was. It was like, damn, I was like, I was talking to my future self and saying, "Girl, I'm gonna need you to have love, loyalty, and liberation in the future." But right now. You know what I mean? You, you a little disrupted. You know what I mean? Um, right. But now I'm in a space where, like, you know, and I've I've said this before, I am um I'm the happiest that I've ever been, and I give all honor and praise to God for that. Like I've he's at, he's literally reconstructed my entire way of thinking. I don't even think I don't think the way that I used to think. You know what I mean? Like I don't um I I haven't had a bad day, and I don't know how long. And when I say that, I say that loosely, I don't mean that things don't come at me. It's just that I don't buy into them. And, and I don't mean to preach, but literally, you know, the other day I was watching this sermon and the, and the pastor said something along the lines, he had read something and he said, you know, he said, it ain't over till it's good. Mm. And that stuck, that stuck with me because I'm like, you know what, God, you know, I've been trying to figure out 
why I haven't, I, I don't believe in bad days. I just believe in there are things that, that end in life and whatever that come at you that, you know, with, with, with all of the purpose of either stopping you, altering where you move, how you go. And to know that those things are not, they're not real. And, and if it's not a good thing and it's seeming like a bad thing, that's, that's, you know, that's giving you a headache for a moment or you don't know how to figure out a problem or whatever it is, if it's not a good thing and, it's, and those are bad things or what we consider bad things, then that just means I just need to figure out, God, how do I get around it? You know what I mean? Because if God says it's not over till it's good, then, oh, then this thing that's in front of me that looks like a bad thing, oh, okay, well, you're not the end all be all because it's not over till it's good. So to, to, to circle back to your, your question, I think that um, love, loyalty, and liberation, are that, I think that those are things that I knew would be necessary to, to get to the place that the happy space, the place that, um, that I truly wanted to create from. And with this project, um, drunken words, sober thoughts, I, I, I have lived in that space since I recorded the first song and told myself, you ain't got to do nothing, but just do what, do what you hear, do what you love, do what you like to listen to. Like, like pick the beat, like you live in that space and don't let any other outside influences unless they're good ones and they're pure ones. And they're ones that are going to lend to the betterment of this project that's the space you live in. And that, and that's, that was, that's been my, my two, that's been my two year journey since Drunken Words Over Thoughts. I mean, since, um, girl from Girl Disrupted to Drunken Words Over Thoughts. Well, you've preached a whole um, word. How did Chadwick Bosman's life up until his death inspire you as a black creative? Um, you know what it is? And this is the beautiful thing I think about black people. You know how, like, you may not necessarily know somebody, you know, personally, but there's something in their spirit that you identify with and you don't know where it comes from. You don't know what it is. You can't explain it, but you identify with it. And it, it's a, it's, you can't even really, and for me to, I'm going to find the exact words for it eventually, but for the lack of the better, of better words, it was something in his spirit that he carried around. It, I mean, and we've seen him accept awards. We've seen him on carpet. We've seen mm-hmm. him do interviews. We've, we've, we've followed him for so long. And if people pay attention, there's a lot. You might not know, can't, you might not, you might, you may not be able to learn everything there is about a creative through those different places, things that I just named, but, but they still tell you a lot about a person. You, you know, you watched how he, handle his interviews how he treated people on red carpets you know what I mean and then that was just the surface and when it went to the roles that he chose you know we don't we we have, as as artists we have the opportunity to say yay or nay to whatever you know what I mean and the things that I say yes to um or we say yes to we say yes because it 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 serves a purpose within us at least that's the way I like to operate and if we say no to something it's like something in our body say that that's not good for me and we steer away from it if you look at all the movies and all the projects that he's done they all had a sense of integrity Mm -hmm. they 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 all um they all 
spread the spread the same the message of of, of hmm, like it's, it's one word that that will sum up. I gotta think about that too. But it's like his decisions, his choices, and what he chose to be a part of. I it just it connected with the with the spirit that he carried around that was so great that it it we felt it through it through a television. Right. <laughs> so um how, that's how he inspired me. Um the night that he passed I was uh I think I was in air was I hair makeup that night? I was doing something that night. Um and I oh, I was talking to one of my best friends and I I bawled like a baby over this man that I I'm lying. I met him one time. I actually met him one time. Little story. I was um me and Lil Rel Howry is one of my one of my close friends, and we went to this random little uh it's a spot in Hollywood called I think it's the Red Room or Dragon Room or it's like a little bar spot. It's really cool, and we were there and uh Chadwick was there and Rel was like oh that's that's Chad. I was like yo he's so fire. He's like yo he's so you know they, I guess they knew each other so um we went up and spoke and all I said was hello and shook his hand. They you know he was they were friends, but um. Even then, you know, like just cool brother, good brother, who who left a, a whole, you know, world of goodness that looks like us for us to continue to share and spread for from now until forever. So that when I look at that, that inspires me musically. I want that to, you know, can I, God, can I live up? Can I, can I, can I get a fraction of it? You know what I mean, like. Just steer me in the right direction so that that you know that my that my music and my what I create it it's you know it it's it's about integrity and purity and, and that whole type of thing. That's really important to me. So but he, he definitely to say he inspired me is an understatement. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Okay, Ty here of Swagger Magazine. You ready? Yes. How important do you think, and specifically Hollywood and the music industry, is it for Black artists to talk about mental health? Um, I mean, if there's anybody that's been through more shit, it's Black people. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So to not talk about it um, and to talk about the traumas that have been passed down from generation to generation, um, I don't want the next generation to come to not have the tools to know how to to deal with, you know, I don't want them to have to deal with that. So if we don't talk about it, if we don't spread, I mean, how did you get, how did you, how did you get over your, you know, how did you get through your depression or how do you manage your anxiety? How do you, how did you do that? Cause a lot of times, a lot of times people don't even know what to, what to classify it as. They might just see a little boy in school and think, Oh, he just bad. No, he's not just bad. How about the environment that he goes home to? The, it, you have no idea what people go through, especially people of color. So if we don't tell people, like, you know what? The way that, you know, I, you know, when I'm, when I'm, you know, when I'm dealing with any, anything that involves mental health, when I'm going through depression, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, when I feel like my, and when I feel like I'm about, to, to have an anxiety attack when I when I feel that that lump starting to develop in my throat, this is what I do. You know what I mean? I 
I calm down and I ask myself, why? Why do you feel like this right now? And this is real shit. Like, I actually do this to myself. Like, when I have a, a something that that could potentially snowball into me having, like, a, a real freak-out moment, I have to ask myself, okay, so why does, okay, why are you even affected by that, first and foremost? And once you put, why am I, right. well, because that person said this, or because this thing didn't happen. And then I ask myself, okay, well, then I, I go, I, I allow myself to go down the rabbit hole question-wise, because once you ask yourself, okay, well then, who is that person to you? And what, what is their relation to you? That, that person, what, what is, if you, if this person said yay or nay or whatever, how does that truly affect you? Does it affect the way you think about yourself? Does it affect the way you're viewing yourself? Or is it, is it something, you know what I mean? Like, these are the questions that I have, yeah, I have to learn. I definitely I'm still don't. learning <laughs> to ask myself, like, right. you know, why, why did that thing not happen? Did you do everything that you should have done or could have done to make it happen? You know what right. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and if you didn't, why didn't you? Was it poor time management? Did I, do I need to work on my time management so that I don't, it don't come back around again? You know what I mean? Like, these are the things that I have to, the tools that I personally have to use um, on myself to, to help manage that. So, but if we don't talk about it and say that, then people are just going to walk around like, like every, like they're okay. And you right. know, it, it's not, that's, and that ain't, that ain't no way to live. I think music is a great way for a conversation to start. I think as black music goes, I think we're moving from glorification more to meditation. So a lot of people mm. are going that, that path. I just hope the fan bases follow y'all and everybody that is down with that because it is important. You know, as our community goes as well, we shy away from the stuff that's important and we want to always want to be for the turn up. And, you know, that's a big part of our issue. So that's the question I wanted to ask you. That's the only question I have for you guys, awesome. actually, too. Kind of, hey, you got to go. <laughs> no, no, no. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, well, this concludes our Southern Lace Exclusive Roundtable interview. Thanks to each and every one of you media outlets who participated and helped make this a great success. Special thanks to multi-talented singer and songwriter Seven Streeter for taking time out to chat it up with us. Congratulations on your new single, Hit Me Up, from your upcoming album entitled Drunken Words Over Thoughts. We wish you all the love and light now and in the future. Stay laced and stay blessed. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Thank you so much.